At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio. Gonna tell it like it really is We know Haney doesn't give a sh Silencing critics, eliminate misses Two chips never accept on shoulders to get better Everybody knows the name, read about it We're golf teachers, hall of fame Never doubt it, it's time for the truth Here's our dude, you're listening to Haney You're listening to Haney Listening to Haney. It's time for the truth. Here's our dude. You're listening to Haney. Listening to Haney. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the Hank Haney Podcast. Minnesota Tim Poroshka with you on this Sunday, bringing you a best of presentation from the previous week. In this opening clip, Hank reacted to Sergio Garcia getting his 11th win on the PGA Tour, his first PGA Tour win since the 2017 Masters. Hank broke it all down, the Sanderson Farms, how Sergio won, how he beat Peter Malnati. You can go to Sunday's podcast and listen to Hank describe how Sergio won. Bad weekend for football for me, so I turned to some golf and caught the Sanderson Farms. Oh my gosh! Now here's here's another tournament. I, I got in a lot of trouble last week when I said it, it, people call in or you know send me messages on Twitter. Hank, you're being too harsh. I said this the, the PJ Tour wraparound deal they got going on. You know they got this uh, these tournaments started right right after the. 
uh, FedEx Cup finals, and boom, here we go. We start again, and we got this, you know, basically a mini tour event going is really what it is, a Corn Ferry or Nike Tour or Buy.com, whatever they call that thing. Uh, you know, this is, uh, it, it, they bill it as, uh, you know, give the young guys a chance, and uh, who's won so far? Well, uh, with the wrap round, the Safeway Open, you got uh, Stuart Sank, 47 years old, and you got uh, Sergio just wins. And you got Hudson Swafford uh, won last week, coming back from, from injuries. Uh, but Sergio wins the Sanderson Farms. Uh, an absolutely, uh, you know, a, I mean, a, a, a nothing field. Uh, I mean, nothing. I mean, it, it, I, I don't even know what the top player was there. I mean, I don't, I don't think there there was one. I mean, I, I went to look, and, and I mean, there's just like, I couldn't even find anybody I knew. Uh, well, I knew Sergio, and he was the, you know, by far the, the player there that, you know, was the most decorated. Of course, you had Keegan Bradley. He made a nice, nice run at it, had a bad Saturday. Uh, but, you know, other than that, I mean, oh, my gosh. Stuart Sink finished 12th again. Uh, that's got to tell you, tell you something. I mean, you just go through these names and you just look at this thing. And, I mean, it's wow. And, and people got on me and said, Hank, you're too harsh on him. You know, it gives the young guys a chance, gives them starts, builds the future stars. I'm like, I, I don't know about that. You know, I, I think my analogy a couple weeks ago when I said the NFL doesn't uh, – you know, have practice games in the middle of the season and then count them in the schedule. It just is, it's just weird. I mean, it's weird that they count this as FedEx Cup points and, you know, you, you, you're already behind the eight ball if you haven't started playing. I, I just I just think it's it's a, a weird thing, this, this PGA Tour schedule. But anyway, okay, that, that, that's me. I mean, I, you know, and I turn on the TV and, oh, my gosh, it's a golf channel and Steve Sands is the lead – uh, you know, a guy on there, and oh, I mean, he just he he just waxes poetic just oh, on everything. I mean, it's just it's honestly, I got to turn the sound down. I can't, I can't, I can't take it. I mean, it's unbelievable. So anyway, the, the thing I I, I uh, you know I, I really you know got a kick out of was uh, when we went to this whole ordeal about how Johnny Miller putted with his eyes. Well, Sergio Garcia putted with his eyes closed for seventy two holes. Okay, now you have to understand, Sergio Garcia is an absolute, like horrible putter. I mean, horrible. He's not a, he's not a a a, a bad putter. He's he, he's a he's a terrible. He's got the yips. I mean, that's just what he's got. Now Johnny Miller had the yips, and Johnny Miller putted with his eyes closed and pulled a rabbit out of a hat once too. But this is a desperation move when you putt with your eyes closed. It, it's, it's you know, plenty of people have tried. I mean, everybody who's had the yips has tried everything they could possibly try. And if you're 178th in putting, which, uh, you know, Sergio uh, is so far this year. Last year, he finished 187th in putting. I, I mean, you know, the year before, 114th. The year before that, uh, worse than that, uh, 2017, 162nd. And he's just hit historically just, uh, you know, a horrible, but 168th in 2008. He's just historically a, a, a horrible putter. A uh, good ball striker, not, not as great as everybody says he is. I listen to this too. It's like every time somebody wins, they tell you this guy's the greatest thing ever. He's going to win everything else. He's, he's on track. 
Sergio's first win since the uh, on the on the PGA Tour. He's won overseas, but the first win on the PGA Tour since 2017. Now, when he won the Masters, he went on a victory tour after that. You know, that was his, his, his major, and he, you know, got the monkey off his back, and he got his green jacket, and, and it, you know, it was great. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know where everybody stands on Sergio. I don't even know where I stand on Sergio. I kind, I kind of like Sergio. I kind of cheer for Sergio a little bit. You know, he does some stuff that's really weird. Like when he was in the bunker over there in Saudi Arabia and just, you know, hacking away at it and, and, uh, you know, whatever he did to the green over there. And then he got in trouble. And, you know, he, he does do stuff, but he has remorse with it. And I think he's working on it. And he's always working on his attitude. He mentioned that. And so I give him a little credit for that. You know, uh, he does own up and he does try to get better. He, he gets a little hot under the collar. He, he's a little emotional, but he wasn't in this tournament. Sanderson Farms just kept a real, a real level head the whole time. And he, uh, you know, he pulls out, he pulls out the victory. So it, you know, but, but who did he beat? I mean, I mean, who, who did he beat in this tournament? You know, I don't know. I mean, listen, if you win on the PGA tour, it's great. But if you're a player that, you know, has been, you just love these tournaments, these, these wraparounder things where you got a chance to go out there and play against basically nobody is what you're doing. You're playing against nobody. Now, next week they play at uh, the Shriners Hospital, Las Vegas. There'll be a few more guys there for sure. And then the week after a CJ Cup, uh, they're playing at Shadow Creek. That's a tournament that's played over typically in in South Korea, but they've moved it to uh, Shadow Creek this year, and guys will just want to go play Shadow Creek. And some guys will, you know – be camped out in Las Vegas for two weeks. So that'll be, uh, you know, have a little more, uh, you know, enticement for them to to play those both two weeks. And the week after that, you got the Zozo Championship, which Tiger's going to play, and they're playing at Sherwood. That's a Japanese tournament, the tournament that played over Japan last year. But they're going to play it at, at Sherwood. So the next three weeks will be a little bit better, but uh, I, I'm not trying to take anything away from Sergio. You know, a great win. It's his uh, 10th straight year. He's 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 got a, a worldwide victory. It's pretty darn good. 11th win on the PGA Tour. Uh, he's got 16 European Tour wins. You know, he's got the one major. He won the players too, though, didn't he? I mean, you know, he he's a he he's he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, there's there's no uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but uh, you know he 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 overcame the the putting fifty two out of fifty three from five feet and in, and that's just something that he is not you know typically doing. I mean, it's just that's just the the, the way it is. It just uh, usually it's a, uh, a a bit of a, a struggle. Well, more than a bit of a struggle. It's a huge, huge, huge struggle. But he did it with his uh, he did it with his ball striking. You know, I mean, he really did. If you look at the statistics, you break it down, and you know I always do. I always love to break it down. Okay, how how exactly did this guy do it? Uh, he was number one uh, strokes gained tee to green. He gained twelve shots on the field. If you go back and you look in in history, how many guys have had that kind of a ball striking performance? So they said Sergio is one of twenty six PGA Tour winners, um, age forty and older since two thousand four. So he's forty years old. There's there's uh, 26 PGA Tour winners uh, who have gained 12 plus strokes tee to green on the field 
uh, and you know, after the age of four, and, and since uh, when was it? Uh, Two thousand four. Uh, VJ did it a bunch of times. Did it? Did it? Did it? Uh, Twelve times of the other other twenty five. So it's it, it's a it's a ball striking uh, tournament for him. Finished number one there. Twenty eighth in putting. You know, I always say usually you're going to need to be uh, top ten in putting, but he was twenty eighth, so it's okay for him. That's a that's a great performance. Twenty eighth in putting. I mean, that's like uh, you know that's going to happen once a year. And he just he just struggles with the putter, and it's it's hard for him to compete when you struggle with the putter like he does. But he putted with his eyes closed, and uh, you know made the short ones, had a calmness to him. Uh, you know that that uh, technique. I'll talk a little bit about that as as we uh, move on here. I'm going to get to that, but uh, but he did it with his ball. So if you analyze the, the statistics, this Peter uh, Melnardi, uh, he uh, he finished second. Uh, and and he was you know lost by a shot. And he was on there warming up on the range. Thought he had it won, or thought he had a playoff at least. Uh, and Sergio just stuffs it in there, 167 yards on 18. Hits an eight iron, cuts it in there. It's like a two yard cut. Hits it up there about a, two feet. I mean, it was a heck of a shot. Honestly, when I'm s- sitting there watching it on TV, I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's one of the better shots I've seen people hit to win tournaments. I mean, it really, really it was. And it was a it was a great golf shot. I mean, to just close it out, and and to, to, to given the fact that you know if he, he hits it in there six feet, eight feet, ten feet, twelve feet, his chances of making that putt are very very slim. I mean, you're talking you're looking at the you know the 187th ranked putter on the PJ Tour. I don't care how good he's putted at, at this tournament. I don't care how closed his eyes are. Uh, the chances that he's going to make a birdie putt are are very very slim. He's going to go into a playoff. Uh, you know, if he's going to win, he's probably going to need the other guy to uh, choke on his chilies and make a bogey. Uh, that's just the the facts. And he hits it in there so close that uh, he can close his eyes and, and and he can make it. So he ends up uh, uh, out ball striking uh, Melnati uh, by uh, what do you out ball striking by seven and a half shots. Okay, T to green. And then uh, Melnati finished second in putting, so he out putted him six and a half shots, and there's the one one stroke victory for uh, for, for Sergio. In the second clip of the best of, Hank dives into instruction. So a lot of people aren't exactly sure what to look for when they're looking for an instructor to improve their golf game, and Hank dives into the number one mistake coaches and instructors make when they're trying to teach you how to play better golf. You can go to Monday's podcast and hear that entire episode. So the number one mistake that instructors make is the mistake that was made with me this first time I went to take a a skiing lesson. And that is instructors tend to talk way too much. When anyone doesn't get the kind of results that they're expecting, and usually expectations are way out of whack with what is possible. And I don't care if it's you helping your son or daughter or your wife or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, whatever it is, whoever's helping whoever, it doesn't matter. When you don't get the results that you were hoping for or you were expecting or you were dreaming of, whatever it might be, The first thing that people do is they tend to give more information. And the answer is not more information. 
It's never more information. It just it never, ever, ever, ever works. But that's what everybody goes to. As soon as something doesn't work, and they don't give it much time because there's very little patience, but as soon as something doesn't work, they tell you something else, and they tell you something else, and then they tell you something else, and the next thing you know, your head is spinning. You know, your your, your head is spinning. I, I've watched, you know, friends of mine at Little League Baseball, and they're, they're yelling out information to their son. Do this, do this, do this. You got to do this. You got to do that. Do this, do this. And then, at the, and then the next thing they go is, okay, just uh, clear your head. Clear your head. How can they clear their head? They just got it stuffed full of so many different things uh, that there's no way they're going to be able to do anything. So what I did when I had that, that ski lesson, I said, all right, I'm going to try to understand the fundamentals of what I need to do. And then once I understand the fundamentals of what I need to do, I'm going to do that by asking questions. I'm going to do that by observing and watching what this uh, great skier is doing. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to coach myself because none of these people here, I don't, I don't care how many people they have there that are coaching they're not as good at coaching as I am. And I thought, you know what? I will coach coach myself. And that's the way that I've gone about learning most things, to be honest with you. Matter of fact, uh, you know, I, I, I keep learning. I love to keep learning. I, I was painting our, our new house in Flagstaff, you know, Arizona last month. And what did I do? I mean, I, I I don't know how to paint. I mean, I sort of know how to paint. You know, you open the paint can, you get a paintbrush, you just start painting. Well, there's got to be more to it than that. I mean, there's people that are professionals at this. They make it look really good. And my, my uh, walls weren't looking too good. What did I do? I got on the internet. There's this, th- I, I tell people, I, I joke and I said, you know, there's this new thing. It's called YouTube. And you get on there and you can learn how to do virtually anything. And I watched video upon video upon video of these painters explaining how to paint a ceiling, how to paint a wall, how to paint trim. And I learned how to how to paint, at least give myself a start. Now, you have to have experience. I still screwed stuff up. I still made a mess. Uh, But, you know having some knowledge and then having some experience on top of it. You know, it it seems like every wall, every room I did got better and better and better. You can learn so much from just the information that's on uh, the, the internet. And I I learned how to, how to, how to paint, you know I mean? just from watching, I do the same thing with pickleball. I'm into pickleball. You people have heard me talk about pickleball before. I think it's a, it's a phenomenal sport. I mean, my two sports are pickleball and golf. I love the opportunity to learn new things. I feel like with pickleball, even though I'm 65 years old, I feel like because of where I started, which is, was basically just a beginner and I never played tennis or very little ping pong and I not racquetball. And so I didn't really have any of the skills to play that. That's a sport, you know, good from the get go, like maybe some people have, although, you know, it's, it, no one really just starts off great at anything. I mean, it's all relatively speaking compared to somebody else. But I thought, you know what, I'm going to study. 
and I'm going to understand this this game. I want to. I'm going to study videos. I'm going to watch better players play. And the first thing I want to learn is I want to learn what are the correct shots to play from different situations, and what is the correct position to be in. And I'll, I'm going to watch all these different videos, and I'm going to watch different people coach, and the ones that I think are better coaches, I'm going to I'm going to watch them again, and I'm going to watch another video from them, and the ones that uh, don't communicate very well and uh, don't really seem to be uh, getting their point across, at least not to me. I'm going to I'm going to forget about, but I'm going to really pay attention at what better players do, and I'm just going to I'm going to observe, and then I'm going to you know. Maybe I'll take a couple lessons. And, of course, you start off with the best uh, players because you think, well, you know, that's why not start with there. But, uh, you know what, it's just like it's just like in golf. It's just like in football. It's just like in baseball or basketball, whatever it is. It's not necessarily the best players that are the best coaches. It just it just isn't. As a matter of fact, a lot of times what I, I've thought is is that find somebody who's struggled to be decent and has gone through the whole process of improving to be decent. And they probably know more about the process than somebody that was just more naturally gifted and, and, and great. I mean, I always always thought thought that was the, the best way to go. I mean, I think it's one of the reasons you see like in the NFL, a lot of the coaches were, you know, second, third string players. Some of them, you know, never played in the NFL, but maybe they played in college, but they're students of the game. They studied it a lot. And those people usually have kind of figured it out a little more than the guy that that certain things came came naturally to. Uh, so anyway, I, I I study a lot and 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 this is the way that I think you can get better at golf. You know, you don't you don't necessarily have to take lessons, but if you're gonna take lessons, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some advice on 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 how to go about that. If you don't take lessons, then you work on teaching yourself and coaching yourself, and I'm gonna help you with that as well when we come back on the, on the Hank Any podcast. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, go to VoodooPainRelief.com. My uh, great pain relief product is on there, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Read the testimonials, and most importantly, click on the box on the front page, and you can get a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. Now, why do I give that away for free? Because everybody that uses it loves the product. They end up reordering the product because it works so well. They tell their friends about the product because it works so well. You know, the product has a money-back guarantee, and the return rate is one-tenth of one percent. You know, if you sell anything on the Internet and you have a return rate of 10% or less, you're doing great. And the return rate on the money-back guarantee on Voodoo Pain Relief Cream is one-tenth of one percent. So that's got to tell you something. It's a clinically proven, clinically tested product. It's got 11 anti-inflammatory ingredients. If you have aches and pains, if you've got arthritis pain, joint pain, muscle soreness from working out, exercise, and playing golf, whatever it is, try 
voodoo pain relief. If you've got tension, headaches, rub some on your forehead, your neck, your jaw, your headache will be gone in five minutes. That's what people tell me. Uh, just give it a try and you can do it for free. VoodooPainRelief.com. We'll be right back on the Hank Any Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. In this third clip, Hank dives into some more golf instruction. So, so many average golfers slice the ball. And Hank wants to take you step by step on how to stop slicing the ball and to improve your game. The road to good golf does not go through a slice, as Hank always says. So go to Tuesday's podcast and listen to the entire thing on how to stop slicing your golf ball. This is the one thing that is amazing about golfers. They always want to tell a professional everything they do wrong, but it's everything they do wrong in their swing. Instead of just describing their bad shots, it's like, you know, when, I, when, when I'm trying to, to learn something, I, I'll tell people like, okay, I'm trying to learn like pickleball. And I, you know, I, I say, I, my, you know, forehand shot isn't good or my, backhand roll shot isn't good. I don't I don't tell them everything I do wrong because if I knew what I did wrong, I would have fixed it by now. Anyway, it's just it's it's an amazing phenomenon. So we we get in this discussion and I finally, you know, break it down. Okay, they both slice and then they admit to me, they say, well, you know, I've never I've never hooked a ball. And I'm like, you've never hooked a ball? Like ever? And I go, no. I mean, I've never, you know, maybe once or by mistake or something, but I've never, I've never been able to hook a golf ball. 
And I'm thinking to myself, no wonder you're no good. Because I, it's, it's like I always explain to people. The first thing you have to do is learn to draw the golf ball. That's like number one. And, and once you get that, then you can move on from there. I tell people the road to good golf does not go through a slice. The road to good golf goes from hooking to good golf. And it'll go from hooking to learning to fade it, and then you're at great golf. But you cannot go from slicing great to great golf. There's just no one in the history of the game has ever done it. And people will say, well, Lee Trevino faded the ball. Well, Lee Trevino was a terrible duck hooker when he learned to fade it. So he could curve the ball both ways. Ben Hogan was the same same way. Uh, every better player, every single better player in the history of the game of golf has fought a hook at one time in their career. It's just the, it's just the way it is. I mean, you'll hear everybody talk on TV and say, oh, "This guy's you know he's better when he fades it." That's because he used to hook it. But by the way, those guys that hook it are so much better than everybody else that slices it. You cannot slice the golf ball and and be a a, a great golfer. You can't even be a good golfer. I mean, it's just it's not going to happen. Average handicap for a male golfer is sixteen and a half. Average half handicap for a female golfer is like. 28. Average male golfer shoots 90. Average female golfer shoots 100. And those are just the people that keep a handicap, which is only like, you know, less than 10% of the people who play golf. So the real average handicap is way higher than, than what they even call the average handicap. That's just the average handicap for people that keep handicaps. And the fact of the matter is, and I always say this, 90% of the people that play golf slice the golf ball, and that's probably very, very conservative. It's probably higher than that. I mean, it really is. And, and, and if you took away people that have, like, huge hook grips, in other words, they've got a really strong grip where their hands are turned underneath on the club. So if you look at their grip, you could say, you could say man, that grip should hook the ball 50 yards, and they hook it 10 yards I mean, that person really still has a slice swing. I mean, that 50 yards of hook in your grip, 10 yards of hook in your ball flight is a 40-yard slice in your swing. That's what most people have. I mean, they are. And, and you know what? This idea that you need to learn to draw the golf ball, to hook the golf this is not just in, in golf. And my wife, Suzanne, has taken tennis lessons. And, the, you know, my, my son Henry's taken tennis lessons. And the first thing they teach them is they they teach them to hit the, the the forehand shot, and the first thing they teach them to hit is a topspin forehand shot. They don't they don't teach them first to hit a top you know a forehand shot that has cut spin, a drop shot. They don't teach that. They teach a topspin forehand shot. If you don't have that shot, you can't play tennis. If you're if you look at bowling, you know Minnesota Tim. Uh, is a big bowler, and and he had the goal of of breaking two hundred, and he used to slice the golf ball, and he or the bowling ball, he'd slice everything, and then he learned to to, to hook the bowling ball, and he broke two hundred. I mean, it, it's it's the same thing in 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 golf as it is in tennis, as it is in bowling, as it, I mean, you look at a, a, a you know a field goal kicker in in football, they kick from the side. And, you know, they 
generally draw the the ball. I mean, you know, they're not they they don't slice it. You know, some people might hit a, like a little fade, but they don't they don't slice it. You you have to be able to get the correct spin on the golf ball. It 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 you're playing a game in golf where you're standing to the side of the golf ball. You, this is something that will never ever change in the game. You're standing to the side of the ball, so you, so you're you're to the side of the ball and you're swinging on an arc. And when you swing on an arcing motion, the natural motion is from inside to straight and back to the inside, and the club face should be closing, open and closing, just like it, w- it would be like a door that's swinging from the hinge. It opens and it closes. That's how it, it, it works. And the natural flight on a shot, golf shot, would be, if you're a right-handed player, just a little bit of, of, of right to left. Uh, so if you've never... S- been able to hook a ball in your life. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you some tips on how you can make that happen. But this is the first thing you need to learn how to do. Uh, you've heard me talk about how distance is the most important aspect in golf. This is going to be a big key for you to get more distance. I mean, you if you slice the ball, you, you can swing as hard as you want. You can swing as fast as you want. You're not going to get distance if your ball is is slicing because it spins too much. And what that spin is, is it's basically backward spin. You want to get your spin rate with a driver, you know, around 2,200 RPMs, whatever that means to you. But if somebody who's slicing the golf ball, if they would measure their spin rate, they're up in, you know, 4,500 RPMs, 5,000 RPMs. The ball's spinning so much, it's not going to go anywhere. So a, a big key to not only being more consistent and more accurate, but also having better misses is, is learning to draw the ball or hook the ball. A draw is a small hook. So you, you learn to hook the ball, right-handed player from right to left, left-handed player from left to right. You learn to hook the golf ball. Uh, but it's also a huge key for, for distance. Yes, if you swing faster, you have more potential for distance. But if you're swinging fast and spinning the ball at 5,000 RPMs, you're not going to hit it anywhere. So you got to get the, the, the spin rate down. And to do that, you have to learn to draw the golf ball. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you exactly how to do that and give you some tips on that. Because if, if you're one of these people that said the same thing my friends did and said, I've never drawn the golf ball, listen, uh, this is not a problem that should be a lifelong problem. You should be able to get this. Matter of fact, you're going to get this the next time you go out and practice. All right, uh, we'll take a little break. Here's one way you can get get better is go to HaneyUniversity.com, register, subscribe. It's free uh, to get my instructional emails, and they will come out, and they are coming out on a daily basis. Uh, and a lot of people are are getting better from watching them. You will too. Uh, it's a free subscription. We've also got some great deals on HaneyUniversity.com. My new book is on there, How to Play Better Golf Today, Lessons of a Lifetime, which has a lot of great nuggets in it. Um, but sign up for the free instructional emails. Uh, there's a lot of great product offers on there, too, on the, the website. But but get the free instructional emails coming to your inbox, and you will be playing better golf. All right, we'll be right back on the Hank Eddie Podcast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. This final clip comes from Wednesday's podcast, Hank and myself, Minnesota Tim Poroshka. We previewed the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open in Las Vegas. Hank broke down who he liked, Bryson or Matthew Wolf, Webb Simpson or Colin Morikawa. You can go to Wednesday's podcast and hear this entire episode. What do we? Uh, what do you got for your uh, your your groupings, today? pairings? Who, who you got put together this week? All right. So category number one actually comes from one of the featured groups. I did not know that, but it's called the Odd Couple. Bryson DeChambeau versus Matthew Wolf. So Bryson DeChambeau, he's sixth in the world golf rankings. His last five finishes, the PGA finished fourth, Boston miscut, BMW 50th, Tour Championship 22nd, and he won the U.S. Open. Um, And then Matthew Wolf, 18th player in the world. His last five finishes, WGC 49th, PGA 4th, Boston 44th, BMW 16th, U.S. Open 2nd. So both of these guys have just played fantastic in the last two major championships. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, sixth in the world, versus Matthew Wolf, the great Minnesota winner, 18th in the world, <laughs> the odd couple, category number one. And by the way, the third person in that group is Cameron Champ. So uh, how about how far these guys are going to be hitting it? Oh, my gosh. You know, Matthew Wolf actually uh, rolls it out there farther than uh, Bryson DeChambeau most of the time, but DeChambeau just carries it forever. Uh, okay, so if I'm picking here, I'm I'm going with the uh, I'm going with the U.S. Open champion. I mean, how do you not sixth in the world, uh, Bryson DeChambeau? They say he's been practicing. I don't know if he's getting ready to unveil veil it or not, but he has been practicing. This is what I, I heard. Tommy Armour told me this. Bryson DeChambeau has been practicing with a 48-inch driver, which is the longest driver you can legally use. And his like thought process is, is when he gets to Augusta you know, November, he wants to be hitting it like 400 yards. Uh, he's he has taken his theory and his uh, style of play to an absolute max. And he wants to see how far he can hit it and uh, knows that, that it's an advantage. He's number one off the tee uh, this year. But the reason I would take him over Matthew Wolf is that I got to go with the putter. 
I mean, I just have to go with the putter. Uh, you know, DeChambeau is number one off the tee. Uh, Wolf is is uh, is twelfth. So so there's not that much separation there. Uh, but if you look at at uh, tee to green, uh, Bryce DeChambeau is nineteenth. Matthew Wolf is sixty second. There's a, that's a pretty big difference. But uh, even a, a bigger difference with the putting, uh, Bryson DeChambeau. This is where he's really improved this year. You know, they 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 talk about his distance. There's no doubt about it. It's 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 been, you know, incredible. It's been incredible to see, and he destroyed Wingfoot with it. But he also putted great, and he's tenth this year in putting. He has he has made a huge improvement in his putting. I I, I go with the putter. I mean, I you know, I, if I'm picking one player against the, the next and they're pretty even, I, I I go look where aren't they even? This is an important category: putting. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau tenth, uh, and uh, Matthew Wolf seventy fourth, and, and and that's why I would take Bryson DeChambeau in that in that uh, pairing. All right, category number two. This is called the Ball Strikers Club. So Webb Simpson versus Colin Morikawa. Uh, Webb Simpson, he's seventh in the world golf rankings. His last five finishes: PGA thirty seventh, Wyndham third, Boston sixth, Tour Championship twelfth, U.S. Open eighth. Uh, Colin Morikawa is fifth in the world golf rankings. Uh, his last five finishes, PGA win, Boston miscut, uh, BMW tied for 20th, Tour Championship sixth, U.S. Open miscut. So category number two, the Ball Strikers Club, Webb Simpson versus Colin Morikawa. Seventh versus fifth in the world golf rankings. My favorite two players on the PGA Tour. Well, how, why are they your two favorite two players? Because they're grinders. <laughs> Morikawa is good. There's no doubt about it. People think he's one of the best iron players on the tour. Statistically, he was last year. He was second, you know, only behind uh, Justin Thomas. So you've got to res- respect his ball striking. But Webb Simpson is a great one, too. He's, he was sixth last year in strokes gained approach shot to the green. So there's not much difference there. Uh, if you look at the the tee to green, uh, Maury Cow is a little bit better. He's he's fifth. Uh, Webb Simpson is sixteenth, and that's because uh, Maury Cow is a little better driver of the golf ball. But but uh, distance wise, they're about the same. Uh, hitting fairways is not is in, they're not going to play the U.S. Open here. They're going to play at, at Las Vegas, uh, at TPC Summerlin, and you you can you can miss a little bit there. So I, I, I'm back to, to looking at the putting. Now, Colin Morikawa finished first in putting at the PGA. I think I'm right on that, right, Tim? I mean, he was, yeah. he was right yep. up there at the top, yeah. Uh, he, that's an amazing feat for somebody to, to finish first in putting at a major championship when you finish the year, including that first place finish, when you finish the year, 128th in putting, and you finished first at the PGA. Now, I know he drove the green on whatever hole it was, you know, 16 or 17 or whatever it is. He, you know, it was a great shot. Don't, you know, I get it. Uh, his hit his irons great. I get it. But the 128th ranked putter on the PGA Tour for the year finished first in putting at the PGA Championship. Now, He's got. He's a young kid. He, he, he's got tons of time to to improve his putting. Uh, I've watched Bryson DeChambeau go from you know 150th or whatever in putting to to 10th. There's no reason to think that Colin Morikawa 
Uh, it won't be able to do something similar to that if he just puts his mind to it. I mean, he doesn't appear to have any big issues with his putting. So, so he's he's going to improve. But Webb Simpson is one of the best putters on the PGA Tour. Actually, this year he has not, or last year, 2020, he didn't putt like quite as good as he typically does, and he finished 13th. Big difference between 13th and 128th in putting, and you look at the winning score last year was 23 under par. Kevin Na made 558 feet of putts to, to uh, en route to that victory. I, I, I got to go putter again. I mean, because they're both comparable with their with their ball striking. So I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Webb Simpson on that pick. Thanks for tuning into the Hank Handy Podcast. This was a best of from the previous week. Hosted by me, Minnesota Tim Parashka. Hank will be back again tomorrow to react to the Shriners Hospitals for Children Open. You can follow us on Twitter at Hank Caney, at Tim Parashka, at Great Predictor One for Steve Johnson. Follow the Hank Caney podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay safe, stay healthy, hit bombs, and make putts. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.